0: This is Sports Best, brought to you in part by Folgers Coffee. Folgers, wake up feeling fresh. I'm Larry Olson, better known on the dark web as the Sith Blade. He is Andrew Keller, and as far as I know, he does not partake in the dark
1: webs. Mr. Keller, hello. Hello, how are you doing? I just had a cup of black tea with Juan Valdez right before we started recording, so that was a treat. I had never met him before, and he's a quite interesting guy. I heard he's lovely.
0: Um, we had the big NFL draft last week, and I feel like there's still people talking about uh, what went on as the NFL teams picked their players. It took 14 hours and 52 minutes to complete all seven rounds. I was wondering how long that thing took. 14 hours,
1: almost 15. I don't think I could be a general manager of a football team <laughs> only because I couldn't be on the clock because I would just make quick decisions. And I'd be like, boom, boom, boom. And that's why my fantasy teams rarely win. I love the documentaries that show like
0: exactly what happens because they get like 12 minutes each team. And are they actually using the 12 minutes to make a decision or they already have made a decision and they're just taking their time?
1: Uh, I think, I mean, maybe a little of both. early rounds. They're not really, I don't think making any decisions, but like when things kind of crop up the uh, they have to make adjustments because you don't think that like if, um, if Jacksonville didn't take Trevor Lawrence, then, Everybody would have to scramble and be like, "Oh, the everything would domino down." I did see a funny little thing that every year when a team is on the clock, the I think it's the GM of the Lions prank calls other <laughs> other teams, and so they just pick up the phone, They're like, "Leave me alone!" <laughs> so, I'll call and be like, "Did you up your offer?" And uh, I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, I don't think they take all their all their time. I did see something. A list you sent me a list of pretty interesting stats or tidbits about the draft. Uh, none of the 22 quarterbacks taken the first round between 2009 and 2016 remain with the team huh. that drafted them. Jared Goff was the first one to move. And then another one, um, I thought was interesting was, uh, with Trevor Lawrence joining the Jacksonville Jaguars, the last he's the fourth quarterback they've taken in round one. And he broke the rule of threes. They had Byron Blaine and Blake. So they were going with the alliteration, but now they're with Trevor. So I think that might break the spell. Uh, I saw some fun stats, too. Do you know how many long snappers were taken?
0: Oh, I didn't read that. One. Two. How many kickers were taken? Eight. One. How many punters were taken to the draft? 19. One. This is my favorite stat, though. Michigan State did not have anybody drafted it ended an 80-year streak of having at least one Michigan State player drafted. So one player has been drafted in the last 80 years that ended this last draft.
1: Wow, and then uh, Northwestern had their first person pick since uh, Gary Barnett was the coach. And also, it looks like eight different players who opted out of the 2020 season still went in the first round. So I guess good on them for saving their bodies for when they're actually making money.
0: I remember during the pandemic when we had no live sports and the NFL draft was like the first thing sort of sports related that they did. They did it over zoom Mm -hmm. and my family was so happy to be sort of watching some sort of sporting event, which it wasn't even. And so that was fun. This was great because there was fans once again in the draft in Cleveland. We got to see the players like hug the commissioner and shake hands. It was good to see the NFL draft back in person.
1: Yeah, they, it's a well-oiled machine. Something I didn't know that they did was International Pro Day, which I guess makes <laughs> sense. So basically, you're not a college quarterback in the U.S. You don't go to the combine. But uh, the Washington football team decided to go with a Chilean prospect who has never played a game of football. So this guy played briefly at, uh, I think, Tulane. I forgot where he played. He played basketball for two seasons, and he didn't ever get good enough to make it. But at his, um, his pro day, he had a 40-inch vertical, ran a 4.65, and did 31 reps of 225 on the bench. He's basically 6'6", 260. And the average tight end drafted over the last few years is 6'2", 215. So he's kind of a beast, and he's got the raw ability. But it'll be interesting to see if a lifetime of, of working at football pays off or not.
0: You know, it's like every couple of years or so, like a football team will get somebody who doesn't play football. I feel like the 49ers a couple of years ago picked up like a javelin thrower, yeah. not to become quarterback, but he was like a great athlete. They're like, we could turn this. And then the other one is a, um, Australian ru- uh, rules rugby yeah, players. the kickers don't count
1: because yeah. it used to be soccer players that they would steal. Now they got Australian rules football for the drop kick. I think the most famous one is uh, not, ba- not football, but I guess going the other way is, uh, Tim Duncan used to be a swimmer in BVI and then went to Wake Forest to play basketball and went on to play for one of the best franchises of all time. Thank you for going the other way. Um, I do think
0: um, it's, you know, you you, you do, I haven't really thought about it a lot, but you see the Olympics have four years. Most good swimmers like Michael Phelps is really tall. So that makes sense that a swimmer, but on the other side of that, most swimmers I know are not very coordinated. So I don't know if they could play basketball.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's relatively easy to teach blocking uh, Samus Reyes is going to have, have probably the vertical on people guarding him. But what's going to happen is uh, we're going to run one across the middle and he's going to get hit full speed and we'll see how he reacts to that. That's kind of going to be the test is after getting lit up after catch because driving the lane against even like a Shaquille O'Neal is nothing like getting hit across the middle by a Ray Lewis type. They don't, Hit you the chest in soccer, do they now, Andrew? Yeah. I only make references of people who are retired. That's it. Only, reti- <laughs> only retired players. Will Chamberlain, is that that work? Yeah. Okay. Or John, Stockton. John, John Stockton. John Stockton coming across the middle on you. Ugh.
0: I always love stories that are the biggest in the world, but Americans don't care. So, Manchester United, which is arguably the most uh, popular team around the world. Over the weekend, their fans literally broke a gate down and stormed the stadium before the game was to be played. They were protesting that whole big six thing we talked about. I, it was huge because it's a big soccer story. It's one of the most famous teams in the world. Imagine if that happened in America. Like imagine at, at, at Jerry World. They broke down a gate and hundreds of fans ran onto this stadium. Like, I, it's really unfathomable that this actually happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, I close my eyes and I think of January 6th, 2021, the the U.S. Capitol, someone kicked in a door yeah. and there was an insurgent. So, yeah. I mean, I think we can, we don't need to turn to our imaginations. I mean, I think that that happened on a, a pretty large scale. It did have um, airs of that, but less driven by uh QAnon, then- so it's so funny you say that right because i was immediately
0: thinking of the capital i was thinking like do these people not know that are in the Capitol that there are cameras and that they're being captured and that they're probably going to get arrested eventually they i don't was think- care
1: well it's, they don't, mob, but- it's mob mentality every every ounce of logic goes out the window when uh when you're part of a mm. mob um so i guess that, that must that you be the case get wrapped up in a mob <laughs> where think about I- this no, no. If you ever get wrapped up in a mod, mob and
0: decide to run onto a field, just wear covering on your face so they don't know who it is.
1: Well, yeah, but you, you're in the moment. I mean, I'm sure if you ask that, there was a kid and he was, I think he was in high school. He might have been just out of high school, who lived north of San Francisco and the Giants won their first World Series in 2010. He set a muni bus on fire, which uh, apparently sticker price for one of those is $750,000. And I'm sure if you asked him before the game started, will you burn a bus? I don't think he would. I don't think he would plans on you get wrapped up in a lot of one upping. And uh, I remember at college, a guy I know got in trouble for rioting when when Colorado won the Big 12. So people get wrapped up. I haven't yet. But,
0: I want my eight-year-old to get wrapped up and then be like, "Hey, Dad, I didn't mean to burn the bus down." <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it also, have you ever rushed the field at any sporting yes. event? Yes, that's getting yes. caught up. In my, I don't. I mean, you, technically, you're trespassing. I don't. Yeah. I don't bring a, a ski mask with me just in case I want to loot. So, anyway, <laughs> is is the soccer thing going through the Super League? Are they doing this? Is no, that's nothing? done. Super League. Super League done. Yeah. Well. Good on soccer. We'll, we'll follow <laughs> more of those football stories. But uh, I love a good crybaby story. Oh. And LeBron James is... I think we're going to hear more of these as his career winds down. It's a lot of, oh, yeah, that's fine when it doesn't apply to me. Anyway, the NBA came up with a play-in game a while ago. And now the Lakers are potentially facing a play-in game to get... Into the playoffs. They are currently in sixth place. They're tied with Portland, but they beat them out in a, a tiebreaker. But after um, Los Angeles lost a game to the Toronto Drakes earlier this week, <laughs> LeBron uh, was quoted saying, Whatever that thing is, whoever came up with that shit needs to be fired. <laughs> so he is in the past been in favor of it because he hasn't worried about being on the bubble so everything's all good until it applies to you you know these leagues don't
0: unilaterally come up with stuff right they invented this tournament to gather more interest for the nba the players had to agree to it right and then they implemented it like in baseball right now um, some games are seven innings because they're double headers, right? And you remember a couple of weeks ago, Madison Bumgarner threw a no hitter, but it was only seven innings and he didn't have a chance to have a real no hitter. But, and everybody's like, well, that's it should count. Well, the players agreed to seven inning games. So when you agree to this, like that's part of the rules. So stop complaining about it.
1: Yeah, I love baseball made me think of, I think it was Randy Johnson. There's only been three players who have pitched 20 strikeouts in a nine inning game. Randy Johnson did it. It didn't count. Because he did it within nine innings, but the game went to 11 innings. So he didn't get credit for pitching 20 strikeouts in a nine-inning game. So that sucks.
0: Has there ever been a better nickname than the big Big unit? unit?
1: God, that's just like, he's the big unit. (laughs) I mean, Kung Fu Panda is pretty great.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Big unit. Yeah.
0: All right. So there is nothing, I think, more confusing than this whole transgender business in sports. I don't know how they're ever going to figure this out. I'm not making a political statement. All I'm saying is that there's people with extra chromosomes, once again, just science not really making an opinion here. And if you have those extra chromosomes and you're a woman, should you be able to compete in the men's or women's sporting event of your choice? We bring this up to say that Caitlyn Jenner, the former Olympic champion in reality TV personally, I like to think of them as the uh, Mr. Mrs. Former um, Kardashian. Nevertheless, Caitlyn Jenner, former Olympic champion, came out and said that she opposes boys who are trans competing in girls' sporting events in school, saying that it's not fair.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I don't somehow it's become a political statement. I mean, if you want to say anyone can do anything, just have the 100-meter dash. Don't have men's and women's. Like, if you're genetically born a certain way, that's what you have to compete with. Like, I, men are sh- or biologically born men who are competing as a identifying trans woman are shattering women's records. I mean, one, I looked up, for example the 100, women's 100-meter 100 world record is 10.49 seconds. That was set in 1988 by Flojo. Usain Bolt holds the men's record for almost a full second faster at 9.58 seconds. And so, I mean, there is just a universally accepted genetic advantage from being born male. So if you're biologically male, you genetically have an advantage. And if you didn't, there wouldn't be men's and women's divisions. So... I agree with Caitlyn Jenner.
0: Yeah. Once again, I think it's, you know, people are how they're made, how they're made. Right. And I understand it's confusing and frustrating. Um, And if you're a trans person, there's a lot of obstacles you got to go through in the first place in life. Right. And it's probably not fair, but I don't know what fair would be. Although there's just no, there's no easy way out of this. There there is, seems like an easy way out of it, but you're going to hurt someone's feelings. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Well, I I think you can just revert to no matter what you do, someone's feelings are going to get hurt. So that's something you have to accept. I mean, also, if we heard the opposite of this happening, kind of like the Tim Duncan effect, we don't hear about genetically born women identifying as men, shattering men's records. Mm. So, I mean, I think there could be a black and white approach to this. Compete with what you're genetically born with. And that would be fine. I mean, I don't know. Where to, I, Again, someone not many people listen to the show. Some people might be offended. If you do reach out, you can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Well, we've had a couple of sticky stories. LeBron's complaining. Caitlin Jenner's saying stuff. This is an all-around feel-good story. Amy Brockstedt, Brockstedt will become the first athlete with Down syndrome to compete in a national collegiate athletic championship and i love it she's 22 she got a scholarship to a local community college and she is going to be competing with her team she went viral a few years ago for uh hitting a par putt and uh, she said i got this and that kind of became her catchphrase so maybe next time you're on the links you can say i got this
0: me and amy have nothing in common because she's really good at golf and i am horrible so congratulations to amy but on the golf course we have we are not similar because
1: she's actually really good yeah Yeah. so anyway that's that's something fun we'll maybe keep an eye on that and see how she does in the athletic championship well the football player formerly known as ocho cinco is going to box in the next triller fight night on june 6 in miami I mean, you predicted this stuff. It was you who told me these things are turning into three rings. They're blowing up, man. They're blowing up. Anyway, so he's going to fight Ocho Cinco, now known as Chad Johnson, is going to fight on the undercard of the Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul fight coming up. Logan Paul is a YouTube star who's kind of taken this thriller fight night Um mainstream i guess getting it's turned into a whole thing with skits and justin bieber performs i read one report though that floyd mayweather is getting double whatever logan paul takes in as far as money well you're saying maybe logan paul is bringing to the people no i mean well yeah logan paul has kind of been the champion of this triller thing he teamed up with triller triller if you don't know is what uh was it kind of existed for hip-hop It was a platform that didn't have much going on. And then when TikTok was about to be banned from the US, they're like, all right, we need to make a push to replace TikTok if they get banned because it was from China. It didn't end up happening. And they pivoted again and put a lot of money behind a couple of stars, Logan Paul being one of them. And uh, he's, he's grown this. And I feel like this fight night is the new UFC.
0: So I was listening to somebody talk about uh, Ocho Cinco. This uh, he's sort of like an outgoing, kind of pompous football player. Blah blah blah. And like, if you didn't like Chad Johnson, wouldn't you want to see him get pummeled in the ring? I don't know if you want to spend forty dollars
1: to watch that, but like, I feel like this is like a great booking for them. I think it is too. I mean, apparently Chad Johnson saw that this was a thing he called Floyd Mayweather's managers. Like I want a part of this because he used to box when in the off season, it was like a way to stay in shape. I think it will be interesting. The main fight though, like Floyd Mayweather is known as like an expert in defense and like just kind of wins on tech technical ability. Um, But I think a lot of people are tuning in because they want to see Logan Paul get knocked out. And I don't know how many haymakers Floyd's going to be throwing, but uh, that would be a i mean treat. logan paul doesn't stand a chance right against a professional
0: like however many time world champion
1: yeah well undefeated i think he's 52 and oh i don't know his record but he's undefeated and he couldn't even beat or he yeah conor mcgregor couldn't even beat him maybe the i was oh. getting old but uh logan paul's been boxing for like three years <laughs> well you know
0: once again like I, I, it's just where our world is headed right a YouTube yeah. star is now going to, and they're both going to make a lot of money and hallelujah.
1: Yeah. Well, and the fact that the fights in Miami, Otro is going to win his fight and head straight out.
0: <laughs>
1: is there any chance that you're going to get on the undercard, Mr. Keller? Uh, There's a better chance than you getting on. I boxed for two years. So Logan Paul only has one year on me. That is for sure. This has been sports best. He's Andrew Keller. I'm Larry Olson. Remember, we're brought to you by
0: Culture's Coffee. Wake up feeling fresh.